Chapter 9 Quiet Times November 1st 2012 I'll tell you why the precious pages are all sealed together It's because they don't matter much Things have changed a lot The life in those pages I accept they were me It was good but the now is much better So it's a new beginning new god's touch perfecting my life even more i am in christ this i believe how because i am a new creation this is my new self writing right now let me tell you how things are different now i went to lily mummy's house yesterday and she said something about soven i didn't like very much i came back home very much bothered and called minu chechi to tell her i couldn't make it for the get together but praise god he made me speak my heart out to her she consoled me and when she talked i felt my lord was giving me instructions i had to follow i followed them it was bitter it was hard and it was painful i lost my focus on things lost my appetite and lost my sleep but praise god he didn't like seeing me like that cuz that lasted for only one day it got better today morning when soven spoke to me about jesus's plan for us everything had changed for us but believe me only for our good i mean this is the god who asks us to suffer for him and for that suffering promises us a place in heaven but this god also gives us joy in our sufferings immense joy in knowing our christ joy in him so we rejoice in the lord as the psalmist says when i took my quiet time i knew for sure that my father heard my prayers i was pleading to him to help me live the life he wants me to live a righteous life a holy life and the miracle of it was i witnessed him helping me write this evening i called up soven who was at bible conference class tell him that when i told my mum what lily mummy said she said you should have told her that he's soven's like a brother to you well though that sounded funny it felt true and when soven told me that verse from i think timothy about a man until he's betrothed seeing every young woman as his sister and every older woman as his mother so there it was i have read that was over and over again but i never realized until now that it could pertain to our this situation god is amazing and i say it again he is amazing he is definitely seeking us live righteously so soven's my brother and i am his sister until engagement how much more amazing can god prove himself to be i am amazed this is not only helping me to be righteous with my family but it is also glorifying god the most and that is what we all want praise god further details to be added when brother sovin calls after consulting kenya chachan december 
2012. I was under the impression that I would do better in life, but I am failing, utterly failing. Right now, I know 11:3 p.m. and he is asking me if I doubt his love. To which I answered, No, I am not being his sweetie pie right now. I can't be. Does he think I like to hear it when he asks me to be sweet to him? It comes naturally. It is supposed to. If I talk to him sweetly, it's like heaven. Otherwise, it's hell. That is what he says. December twenty one, two thousand twelve. Quiet time. Luke, chapter eleven, verses thirty three to thirty six. There is more mercy in Christ than sin in us. Richard Sibbs. Knowing the truth about him is like lighting a lamp within us. The light that lamp sheds is not for ourselves. It's for everyone to see and marvel at. But sometimes the light in us may not be Jesus. We can confuse it when it actually may be the devil's deception. Sometimes knowing God, yet choosing to defile His ways, choosing to keep the faith, you have received a secret. Maybe due to concern about what other people might think, those thoughts will go away only when you place your trust in God, and the promise is everlasting life with God. Therefore, set yourself as an example. Follow the ways of Jesus. Prove that you are His. Let your light shine. When you become the light, you will experience its bliss every day of your life. It's like in this verse, Psalm chapter one thirty nine, verses eleven and twelve. If I try to hide in the darkness, the night becomes light around me, for even darkness cannot hide from God. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light. are both alike to you Psalm chapter 37 verse 7 Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him It is easy to say there is no god and there is no immediate challenge for personal atheistic views but the atheist has faith he cannot prove there is no god In fact The atheist has far greater and more daring faith than the Christian since he must hold to his non-belief against all the teaching of Jesus Christ. Moreover, Christ not only taught with astonishing authority about the vital issue that affect us all, life and death, God and man, he also indicated the truth of what he taught by the matchless character of his own person. December twenty fourth, two thousand twelve. Okay, it is Christmas Eve, and there is nothing Christmassy about anything here. This house is filled with hatred, envy, trickery, disease, and pride. Not to mention suspicion and disregarded and discrimination, also jealousy, anxiety, worries, sadness, or rather misery. dissatisfaction pain loss of anything good i hate this place just hate it i was supposed to take my quiet time here 
but I didn't because I couldn't. But it turns out to be quite a good day in the end. Me and Sovin reached a new level of love and understanding. Let me say, and it's awesome. So, praise God. December 26, 2012 Today, I sit here wondering where have I led myself, my life. I suffer from temper and impatience. Today morning, I woke up with lots of love, but then he was so sleepy and wouldn't return any of it. So that got me angry. Yeah, I am that much of an idiot. He then asked me to pray and what I prayed was exactly what I felt. I didn't want a faith that was temporary, like an on and off switch. I wanted a faith that is permanent, that would last. It had to. If I had such a faith, I wouldn't feel what I'm feeling right now. And the only thing I would be looking out for each day would be my time with Jesus. That shouldn't be. I don't feel any of that and I'm so lazy to even take my quiet times. So when easily gets me pissed. It's not even the poor guy's fault. I love him so much, but I can't show him that now. It is only possible after marriage. Anyways, I have Sam that I wish to do as my quiet time today. Sam chapter 93 verses 1 and 2 The Lord reigns. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed. He was guided himself with strength. Surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. Awesome! Yeah, I know. The thought of this royal poem is that after other things we swept away by floods of adversity. Verse 3 Hostile nations or evil power. The Lord remains established. Verse 2 and his word stands sure. Verse 5. And the final verse is, Your testimonies are very sure. Holiness adorns your house. O Lord, forever. Now the God's house, or temple, is one of holiness. Like in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, Paul writes, If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Now, well, we are also called the temple of God. Well, you get it now. December 28, 2012 Quiet time portion 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 18 to 23 well, the main title is Avoid Worldly Wisdom. The Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. Verse 20 Psalm chapter 94 verse 11 The Lord knows all human plans. He knows that they are futile. God not only knows the thoughts, 
He even knows their outcome. Come on, this is a God who actually considers as the thoughts of people we call wise as futile. Then what do you think will God actually call real and pure wisdom in people? When we see or hear people who talk wise and do wise, probably senators, presidents, reformists, we consider them people of wisdom. But according to God, the wisdom of this world is actually considered to be foolishness. Verse 19 That great is God's wisdom. Deceiving ourselves? How? By thinking we are wise. So how do we actually become wise? By thinking we are fools. As easy as that. We do not need to boast about anything in this world. Because they are ours anyways. Let no one deceive himself. Verse 18 Let no one boast in men. Verse 21 All are yours. And you are Christ. And Christ is God's. I think what we are supposed to think from that is, everyone around us has been given to us. It doesn't matter if we are Paul or Cephalus, or Neha, or anyone else. It doesn't matter if we are great people or insignificant ones. God has given us everything around us that we see, the world, life, death, the present, the future. He gave us everything so that we, who belong to Christ, and having that godly wisdom, can make everyone think again. So well, everything belongs to God, any which ways. It's kinda like the Wayne Enterprises. December 29, 2012 I don't know what's my taking with Korean teens these days. I was kinda doing Luke, but Korean teens is really interesting, okay? So today's quiet time portion is from 1st Corinthians chapter 4 verses 1 to 5 Theme Stewards of the Mysterious of God So I looked up what a steward meant and it means somebody in charge of food at a hotel or club somebody who attends to needs of the passengers in a plane a property or household manager or an official at a public event Basically they are people who are appointed by the chief guy or the owner to make sure the passenger or the people feel comfortable and at ease. Mysterious of God as in God's counsel. The stewards are those people standing between the householders and the household, basically ministers, and they have the particular task of feeding the household. A steward is expected by God to be faithful. The Paul talks about judgment. For him, it is nothing that he should be judged by us, the readers of the word or by anyone. In fact, he does not even judge himself. Why? Because it is a small thing, almost of zero significance. He does not care about what others think of him and he does not define himself either. He says he does not know of anything against himself, yet he is not justified by that knowledge. What that means? 
simply this he doesn't know if he has any bad character no not like that actually he does not know of any bad character in him but he is not justified by that thought meaning only god knows him thoroughly inside out what are his good character and what his bad because he cannot be sure and by not being sure he cannot judge himself the same goes for the people around him the only one that can truly judge us is god alone not even the human court therefore judge nothing before the time until the lord comes who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the hearts then each one's praise will come from god verse 5 january 6 2013 i honestly don't know what's the point of this personal notes and studies of the bible i do myself when i still fail to obey his commandments i given to temptations so easily you know i hate this when i live in the constant love of christ i'm not supposed to be feeling this way i don't expect this to change i believed jesus could change the way i choose and i still believe lord if you are listening i have a countless number of times repented and then gone back to the same sin again and again and i know you have given me free will to choose whether to give in to or resist january 7 2013 quite time luke chapter 11 verses 37 to 54 the washing of hands was not a matter of hygiene but a ritual cleansing to remove any moral pollution acquired by contact with sinners or unholy things they ignore god's demand for inner holiness january 8 2013 the temptation but i have surrendered even my free will to you lord i don't want it it leads me only to sin so i don't want it then why do i still give in to it why do i take pleasure in such things it's horrible i know what is your will when i study the bible otherwise i don't so i guess that's the effort you want me to put in to force myself every morning to read your word until it becomes the very first thing i want to do every day so here goes today's portions john chapter 15 verses 1 to 8 as the portion begins we get to know that jesus is the wine and god the father is the wine dresser now we might think that verse gives more priority to god than to jesus but that's not true you see if a person needs to plant a vineyard then he cannot be called a wine dresser unless or until there is wine in the yard and also the wine cannot come to be in the yard unless the person desires to or becomes the wine dresser so one does not exist without the other therefore if they do exist they exist together now the branches exist only because the wine exists and also the wine dresser exists otherwise 
the branches wouldn't be the branches come out from the vine that is the nourishment for their growth in all primarily from the vine or the blood of christ in what nourishes us his branches hence christ is the vine not god the father our whole existence solely depends upon christ the acceptance of his birth the obedience to his spoken word the realization and repentance due to his death and the hope and faith due to his resurrection that is what nourishes our souls so naturally because of this daily nourishment of christ and nothing else we grow and bear fruit when we do our vine dresser prunes us or molds and shapes us so that we may grow more beautifully and bear more fruit but when we don't take our nourishments daily and if that makes us barren our vine dresser will cut us and throw us away and we will then be collected and thrown into the fire where we'll be burned this is the reality it is the future so we have to do our part as branches so that the vine dresser can do his part and what is our part let's try to find out when we have already accepted christ we are made clean verse 3 let's try to find out when we have already accepted christ we are made clean verse 3 and we will be made clean until our death but that does not mean that paradise is an absolute certainty for us you see even after we are clean and we are useless that is we walk around telling everyone we are saved yet do nothing about it then we are cut and thrown away why because that would be a sin every branch that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that does he prunes we will not bear fruit unless we abide in christ without christ we will not be able to do anything if you do not abide in him we will be cast out and burned if we abide in him and his words abide in us then whatever we desire will be done for us when we bear much fruit the father will be glorified and we will become his disciples truly so he commands abide in me and i in you abide in christ and let his words abide in us the fruit that the heavenly vine dresser looks for in his people is christ likeness galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 in order to be productive a branch must submit to pruning that is to the beneficial discipline of the father hebrews chapter 12 verse 10 and must maintain an abiding union with the vine verse 4 and 5 and he always does this thank you lord January 9 2013 Quiet time portions Lamentation chapter 3 verses 22 to 27 About God God's mercy is what saves us His compassion does not fail Great is his faithfulness He is the portion of my soul I hope in him 
He is good to those who wait for him in patience. He is good to those who seek him. Promise. God is good to those who wait for him and those who seek him. Teaching. The author of this book tells us that it is good that we hope and wait quietly and it is good for a man to bear yoke in his youth. We have our creator looking out for us. Therefore, we need not fear nor need we worry. Amazing grace. Amen. January 15, 2013. Quiet time. Portion Luke, chapter 12. God came into the earth not to give peace on earth, but rather division. That is, we must recognize and anticipate that personal discipline ship God came into the earth not to give peace on earth but rather division that is we must recognize and anticipate that personal discipleship and commitment to Jesus can result in division and rejection worrying about your life what you will eat and about the body what you will wear is kind of like doubting God's concern of you especially when Jesus already tells us how much God cares for us by relating to the sparrows verse 6 and the ravens verse 24 and the lilies of the field verse 27 and he also tells us that we are more valuable than his birds or the flowers in fact each hair on our head are numbered Do not be sidetracked by scoffers. Make sure you are not living into one that too is a sin, especially after knowing so much of the truth. He promises us that everything that is covered will be revealed. Everything that is hidden will be made known. Whatever was spoken in the dark will be heard in the light. Whatever you have whispered in the ear in inner rooms will be proclaimed at rooftops. Whoever confesses about Jesus to other men, Jesus will confess them before the angels of God. And whoever denies Jesus before men will be denied before the angels of God. Anyone who speaks a word against Jesus will be forgiven. But those who blasphemes against the spirit will not be forgiven and when we go before men to speak of god we do not have to worry about what we will have to say for the spirit will teach us at that very hour what we have to say when we first seek the kingdom of god and nothing else everything else will be automatically added on to us those whom jesus finds waiting for him when he comes again he will grid himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them he will make him ruler over all he has but if the person turns out to be a scoffer then jesus will come when he least expects it and give him his share with the unbelievers he who knows god's will and yet did not prepare himself or do anything according to his will he shall be beaten by many stripes 
and if the person did not know god's will and did the things deserving punishment then he will be beaten less make peace with your adversary every chance you get otherwise you will be stuck there until you have paid for every last mile well i love sovin because jesus loves me sovin loves me because jesus loves him so as long as we both love each other we will know that jesus loves us january 20 2012 quiet time portion luke 13 here what i can say is the most loving and caring dialogue jesus said he talks about jerusalem in verse 34 how often i wanted to gather your children together as a gather hen gather her brood under her wings but you are not willing those words of jesus have love seeking from it the fact being that even though jerusalem is a country kills the prophets and stones people of god that are sent to her he still wants to love her and he still wants her to accept him that's how unfailing the love of christ is it is without bounds his words hold true even today and will never fade i have to say i was kind of sad and afraid cause jesus mentioned in verse 24 strive to enter through the narrow gate for many i say to you will seek to enter and will not be able for one thing i know christ died for sinners and i do not know whether heaven or hell awaits me but i know one thing i'm sure of god's unfailing love and his willingness to gather me into his loving arms and i know my faith is not dead nor is my hope my christ knows me more than i know myself so he can judge me whether i am good or bad i have nothing to say about myself i will make my choices and decision always regarding his holy will sin there is no sinner and worse sinner and there is definitely no greater sin and lesser sin a sin is a sin is what christ teaches there is only one thing that is true about sinners unless they repent they will all perish there is nothing like a person who died in a car accident suffering much pain in a worse sinner than someone who died a peaceful death like in his sleep maybe without any pain a sinner is a sinner and also there is nothing like adultery is a greater sin than stealing a pencil from a store a sin is a sin and unless we all repent for each and every one of those sins we will all perish there is something else i forgot to mention it before our god is very extremely patient we know this because of the parable christ says about the barren fig tree now each of us are like that tree we are always under the constant threat of being cut down and burned the only reason we are not being cut down is because there is our amazing jesus pleading to god on our behalf jesus does not want to have to die in vain the pain he bore for our sins should not be for naught therefore 
he will give us every last chance we want he is that patient most of us even take advantage of that patience and his never failing love jesus is so kind that even though he knows our motives and our thinking he lets us take advantage of his love hoping maybe or knowing that someday along the road we will realize what we have done and how much we have tested him and there is no particular day or time for consulting with god he is available for us whenever and wherever always listening always looking forward to hearing from us once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying lord lord open for us and he will answer and say to you i do not know you where you are from he will do that when our time has run out when we still beg him to open the shut doors he will ask us to depart from him workers of iniquity there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when we see abraham and isaac and jacob all our loved ones our friends perhaps and all other prophets inside and us out therefore strive to enter through the narrow gate and when he says strive he means for us to work yearn for it even if it means you will lose everything you process on this planet don't stop just make sure that you enter through that narrow gate cause you don't want to be stuck outside when everyone you know and love is inside the kingdom of god it is the reign of god when god will rule when jesus will be crowned our king it is a kingdom yet to come what is the kingdom of god like it is like a mustard seed though now the kingdom looks insignificant its greatness will be apparent in its consummation at the end of the age it is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leavened that is at present the kingdom of god is not fully manifest but at the consummation the age to come it will be known to all meanwhile it does its work of permeating human society penetrating evil and transforming lives who are the heirs to the kingdom of god of course it is made of the people that loves god but jesus specifies the kind they will come from the east and west and north and south and sit down at his table there are the last who will be first and the first who will be last and specifically all those who have so readily forsaken all they have on this planet those who have forsaken this planet itself and now looks to the coming glory of god his triumphant return and his reign the kingdom of god is made for such people people who have their hope in god january 26 2013 it's amazing the things that happen you know i watch movies today stories i can't stop think of you know
both of them have one thing in common something really nice that how certain circumstances that is the worst you have ever endured turns out to be the best moments in your life moments that you will cherish i mean it happens all around in these movies quiet time luke chapter 14 if jesus asks us to leave everyone of our possessions even our family and follow him it's because he is worthy of it he deserves that faithfulness yes it is the hardest thing to do why first of all your family is the people you see loving you and caring for you jesus is someone you read of in the bible who cares and loves you more than your family ever can so Yes, it will be difficult because we are born into this world and we grew up seeing those faces. But the thing is, once you know Christ and of his ever enduring faithful compassion for you, you will be ready to leave it all in a snap. They will no longer be what holds you to this world, but it will be Christ. They will not be the ones giving you peace and joy, but Christ. because no matter how great a family you have without christ in your life nothing will ever be satisfactory personal experiences so unless we leave everyone we cannot be called his disciple do not sit down in the best place humble yourself when you give out a dinner do not ask your friends your brothers your relatives nor rich neighbors lest they also invite you back and you be repaid invite the poor the maimed the lame the blind about being the salt of the earth so salt as we all know is the key ingredient in almost every dish and in every meal why because of its flavor the taste it gives now if salt loses its saltiness what good is it not good at all it is then thrown out likewise are the christians who do not bear fruit baptized believers who do not actually believe who chooses to adopt laziness as part of themselves and therefore ceases to bear fruit they will be definitely thrown out for their lack of use so said by jesus amen january 28 2013 quiet time luke chapter 15 jesus is the happiest when his children repent and come back to him why because he wants to live with us he wants us to know he is there for us he loves us a lot so obviously he will want to live with us what he does when he find him again when we realizes that one of his 100 sheep has gone astray he leaves the 99 and goes after that one because he knows the 99 can handle it because they know him when he finds the one that has gone astray he rejoices he puts the one over his shoulder and he walks home rejoicing see how personal he gets he doesn't rebuke us or punish us for going astray and he does not drag us back he is our loving father he places us over his shoulders he carries us back making us laugh making us so happy 
when he got back home he celebrates like throws a feast calls everyone and celebrate in the prodigal son parable jesus is the father who when he sees his once lost son return to him from afar he runs to him and hugs him and kisses him and brings him home and throws this big feast for him that exactly is how heaven rejoices when one of us sinners repents and goes back to our father you see even when the guilty son confesses and rejects himself in front of his father jesus doesn't even pause and say i told you so or anything instead jesus says verse 22 bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and the best part about jesus is he completely understands the feelings and thoughts of the second son he does not scold the second son when he says verse 29 what jesus did is come out and plead with him verse 28 What Jesus said is that we have no reason to be angry or jealous when someone else finds Jesus because when we are Christ everything that belong to Christ belongs to us verse 31 Christ came for sinners and we must accept them just as he does that's what he wants from us he shouldn't be like how the pharisees were we must love them just how christ loves them for there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance